Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Living a healthy, balanced life as a mom can sometimes feel impossible. With tiny mouths to feed, butts to wipe, and so many things vying for our attention, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe every mom is a super mom, and you deserve to feel like one too, and you don't have to go on another diet to do it. Join me, Kristen Dovniak, holistic nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor for conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life. I want to help you uncomplicate eating, improve your relationship with food, and live like the supermama I know you are. Hey friend, Kristen here. I'm excited to share another episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast with you. But before I jump in, I want to encourage you to head to healthymamachris.com goals and download the value-based goal-setting workbook that goes along with this episode. This will also give you access to my Healthy Mama Habits Restart, my totally free program that starts on January 1st, focusing on non-diet wellness habits to start living a healthier, happier life in 2020. So grab that workbook and let's dig in. So what I wanted to dig in with you today, as it is December, we are nearing towards the end of the year and we are starting to think about New Year's goals. I wanted to talk about how you set New Year's goals to create changes that last. So how do you set New Year's goals to create changes that last rather than going on something that's just going to fall off in a few weeks? It's really important that we create goals that focus on your values. And so what is a value? Uh, Handy Google defines a value as the regard that something is held to deserve, the importance, worth, or usefulness of something, or a person's principles or standards of behavior, one's judgment of what is important in life. And that's what we're going to focus on today. We are going to focus on aligning our goals with our values so we can create goals and take action steps towards creating the greater vision for our life. 
So how do you create values-based goals? How do we create goals based on the principles or standards of the way that we want to live our life or the vision that we have for our life? I created a very simple three-step process that I dig into a little bit more deeply with my Supermama Society members, but I wanted to share with you here because I think it's really powerful to just kind of use as a filter when we're creating our goals to make sure our goals align with the vision that we have for our life. So this three-step process is define, align, refine. Number one is define. Many people don't stop to consider what their values actually are. Identifying your values and your greater vision for your life is key to align your goals with your values. So a few questions to ask yourself, and it can be really good to ask yourself these questions and then sit down with your spouse or your best friend, somebody who knows you really well to help you really identify if this is this greater vision that you have for your life. So ask yourself, what do I want from my life in six months, a year, five years, 10 years? Talking to your partner or your best friend or creating a vision board can be really powerful to make sure that your vision is your vision for you, not what other people expect of you, but what do you really want out of your life? And then you can hone in with some deeper questions. How do I want my life to look? How do I want this vision to actually play out? How do I want to feel? physically and mentally, living this life, how do I want to feel in my body, in my brain? How do I want to feel physically and mentally? How do I want to feel in my body? How do I want to feel in my brain? How do I want to feel living this life? And then how do I want to feel every day? How do I want to feel when I wake up? Do I want to feel excited? Do I want to feel energized? How do I want to feel? And from here, you can begin to establish short-term goals and long-term goals. So short-term goals are typically those goals that are a little bit more immediate, typically one to three months. And long-term goals tend to be a little bit longer. There's those mid-range goals that might be like three months to a year, but your long-term goals are typically a year or longer. So I encourage you to just choose three or so short-term and long-term goals to focus on as you begin setting goals. If we have too many goals, it's really hard to actually focus on the ones that are most important to us. But that's why we are making sure that they're aligning with our values. If they really truly align with our values, we're really only going to focus on the ones that really truly matter. So number one is define. Number two is to align. We are going to align those goals with our values. So a few questions to ask yourself about those goals that you created. Number one, how do these goals align with my greater vision for my life? You created this vision. Hopefully you talked to someone else about it or you created a vision board or both. How do these goals actually align with those questions I asked myself on how I want to feel living that life, how I want to feel physically, mentally, how I want to feel when I wake up every single day? The second question I want you to ask is, Is this goal helping me or hindering me in becoming the woman I desire to be? That greater vision for your life moving forward as a woman, who do you want to become? And is this goal helping or hindering me in becoming the woman I desire to be? 
So an example of this would be over-focusing on food and exercise versus utilizing good food and exercise to feel good and show up well for your family, for your job, for the people around you. If we hyper-focus on these things, if we're obsessing over food and exercise, then we don't have room for the other good things in our life. So utilizing good food and exercise rather than letting them become an obsession and hindering you from becoming that woman you desire to be. If you desire to show up well for your family or whatever your purpose is, the things that you're passionate about, I really encourage you to evaluate whatever goal you have and if it is going to help or hinder you in becoming this woman you desire to be. And when it comes to our health, it can also be really important to just ask, what does health mean to me? Outside of a certain number or a certain size, what does health mean to me? What does living a healthy life mean to me? And are the goals that I have related to health aligning with this vision of what health actually means to you? Step number three is to refine. So take those goals that you have that you've already brought through the filter of are these aligning with my values and break them down into action steps. A few questions that you can ask yourself here are, is this specific and actionable? Is this something I can specifically do? An example I used in the Supermama Society was something that's non-specific is I want to spend more time with my kids. Something that's more specific is an actual action that will make this happen. So I am going to take my kids to the park every Saturday morning. So rather than just, I want to spend more time with my kids, how can you make that actionable and make it a thing, a goal that you are actually going to do each and every week that will help you move forward in becoming that mom that you want to be? The second question I want you to ask is, is this relevant to my life in this season? Remember to focus on what is relevant to your life now. You don't need to make all the changes at once. Your vision will come into fruition step by step, goal by goal. It's not about trying to hit a home run and get all your goals knocked out this year. That's not realistic. What is your life season? Do you have a newborn? Or maybe you have kids who have gone off to school, so maybe you can go back to work or start your own business or do something along those lines. Maybe you have a little bit more time to focus on training for a half marathon, but if you have a newborn, maybe that is not your season right now. So whatever your goal is, is this relevant to my life in this season? And the last thing I want you to think about is once again, will this help me to become the woman I desire to be? I want you to filter through this twice because the more you ask yourself this question, the more you start, you define and then align and then start to refine these goals, look at those steps and decide if this is going to help you become the woman that you desire to be. And so now I want to give you a few more specific tips when it comes to goal setting and intuitive eating, because it's important when it comes to health specific goals to ask these same questions. What do you value in life? But also, do you value what it will take you to get there? If you value, you know, maybe it is a value for you to fit into your pre-pregnancy genes. You think that that's going to make you feel better. And you know what? I'm not here to tell you that that's not something that you can value. You can value whatever you want to. But do you value what it'll take you to get there? 
If you're on a journey to eating more intuitively and tuning into your body, there's a great possibility that you'll end up in those pre-pregnancy genes. But if pre-pregnancy you were in a place of obsessing over food or over-exercising or in an unhealthy place, there's a chance that you'll never fit into those again. And, you know, our bodies shift and change during pregnancy and things happen. And would it be okay with you? If you don't fit into them again and you buy yourself a brand new fancy pants, awesome new pair of jeans that make you feel good, maybe they're a different size, but they make you feel just as good. But you know what? If your value is to fit into those pre-pregnancy jeans, cool. Do you also value what it'll take you to get there? If that means going to the gym more, or if it means restricting yourself in a way that you might not be comfortable with, if you don't value that anymore, so what can you do to make yourself feel the same way that you thought you were going to feel when you fit into those pre-pregnancy genes? Maybe it is that example of throwing them away and finding a brand new pair of jeans that feel really good and make you feel awesome. Maybe you get the same feeling from that as you would fitting into those old jeans. Maybe it's just that you need jeans that make you feel good, not that it's a certain size. But I really want you to take into account here when it comes to intuitive eating and intuitive living and health specific goals specifically, what do you value? But also do you value what it's going to take you to get there? Because you can still create healthy living goals based on your values without turning to dieting or feeling like you need to shrink your body. You can create the feeling you want to feel both physically and mentally without having to restrict yourself. And that's why I'm here, right? I want you to be able to create healthy living goals and feel energized and feel really good in your life as a mom. Um, But I want it to align with your values and showing up with your kids and living out your passion and your purpose, whatever that is, without feeling like you have to to jump into another diet. Hey mama, the new year's coming and I have an inkling if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you care about living a healthy, balanced mama life. But you might not know where to start in creating healthy habits in your life beyond going on a restrictive plan or joining another new year's cleanse. Because we know diets are old school. What's in is real, sustainable changes that allow you to live your best life each and every day, not just from January 1st until you fall off it again. Join me for my annual Healthy Mama Habits Restart, where we start the year with balance, not restriction, and simple changes instead of grand overhauls to help you learn to eat well and live well without restriction. I'll guide you with daily emails, mini podcasts, and daily live videos to help you learn what truly sustainable habit creation looks like. No pricey meal plan necessary. It's 100% free and we start on January 1st. Click the link in my profile to enter your email and join before the clock turns midnight. So a couple ideas for goals that come along with intuitive eating. So it can be really helpful to have that bigger vision, just like we did with our whole life, have that bigger vision of what we want our life to look like in terms of intuitive eating. So an example here would be stop dieting for good and develop a healthy relationship with food. Another one could be feel good in my body physically and mentally. And then we can take that, that big vision of stopping dieting and developing a healthy relationship with food and feeling good, and then break it down into goals. So a goal that's a little more specific could be to embody the principles of intuitive eating to eventually become a normal eater. Another goal could be to develop positive non-diet self-care routines around food and fitness. 
Now, of course, you would want to break these down further. These are pretty broad, overarching examples, but I don't want to put goals in your brain. I want you to come up with the vision that you have for your life and for your health, and then break that into that down into goals that feel really good and align with your values and your life. So Daxel Collier wrote a fabulous article. Um, It's just called Intuitive Eating and New Year's Resolutions, and I'm going to link it in the show notes. And she has a whole uh, bunch of examples of weekly, monthly, um, and kind of mid-term, three to six-month goals um, that really will really help you get to a point, whatever point you want to be with your intuitive eating journey. So I'm going to share a few of those with you here. Um, and again, I've linked the whole article in the show notes. So it's a really, it's a really great list, um, to give you some ideas and to kind of look at and decide if that's something that might align with where you want to be in your life. And I've added a couple of my own here too. So a few weekly goals working towards intuitive eating and body acceptance um, and mindful eating are number one, eat three distraction-free meals this week. I know this can be really hard as a mama, but if you can, eat three distraction-free meals this week. Another idea would be to rate my hunger levels from zero to 10 before and my fullness levels after each meal. This can really help you start to tune in to what amount feels good in your body. And obviously this is going to change from meal to meal, but starting to tune better in with your body so you're eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're full. Another example would be to engage my senses before eating, i.e. mindful eating. So engage your senses. So look at that food before you eat it and enjoy the way the food looks. Smell the food. Take slow bites and enjoy the whole process of eating rather than just shoveling things down, which I know is so common for us mamas in our busy lives. Another example would be um, to carry a bag of snacks with you so that you can honor your hunger when your hunger comes up and make sure that you are feeding your body on a regular basis so you can come to your next meal calm. Um, And another example in terms of exercise would be to make a list of activities that you've enjoyed in the past that you might want to try out this week So all or next week. All you're doing is just making a list of the activities you've enjoyed in the past so you can include some movement into your life um, without feeling like you have to do one thing or another. Um, And I just want to remind you too, that when you do create goals for yourself, it can be really helpful to remind yourself of goals by naming them in the present tense. So these are things like, I honor my hunger and fullness by checking in with my body before and after a meal. And this can really help solidify the goals into habits or practices that you have in your life. So when it comes to things like monthly goals, um, some monthly goals when it comes to intuitive eating, it can be something like along the same lines as movement, sign up for and try a group fitness class that sounds good. That maybe you tried before and you liked and you haven't made the time for it. Maybe you can just do it once this month. That's okay. That's a step in the right direction towards helping you feel the way you want to feel. Another thing could be to identify the exact ways in which you're not eating intuitively. Where do you feel like you're struggling eating intuitively? Because once we know where we're struggling, it can help us to create more success in that area. Another example would be spend time journaling on what foods make me feel good and feel satisfied. If we, if you journal after meals that are really satisfying, this can help you kind of build up that brain bank of foods and meals that feel really good and satisfy you. And again, this is just going to help you make better decisions around food overall because you'll have less of that hanger and super hungry and then super full and that kind of um, yo-yo of feelings around food, right? 
And then another thing that can be really helpful as a monthly goal is to sometime this month do a social media detox and unfollow all accounts that make you feel less than. This can be really helpful if you're struggling with body image issues along with intuitive eating. If anything makes you feel like you should or shouldn't eat a certain food or should or shouldn't look a certain way, like you need to follow a new set of rules or go on a new diet, get it out detox from it. it's the only kind of detox I want you to go on is to really um, center yourself and really only allow yourself to to see the things that really help you move forward in your journey to to feeling your best and living and living your best life. And then lastly, a few three to six month goals um, that can be really helpful when it comes to intuitive eating are things like building a list of ways to soothe yourself that don't involve food. So then you can move forward with those if intuitive eating, um, sorry, if emotional eating is a struggle that you've had in your intuitive eating journey. Another one in terms of movement could be to choose a movement practice I can engage in regularly. Maybe you spent a couple weeks trying out different classes or trying out different forms of movement after you made that list and you're like, you know what? I found something that I really like and I can engage in this regularly and so I'm getting in that movement. Another great goal to have in, you know, say three to six months for intuitive eating is to read the intuitive eating book by Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch. It is one of my favorite books um, and I studied under Evelyn Triboli. They are both fabulous and that's a really great baseline if you haven't read it yet um, in really helping you find your balance with food and movement and um, eating and living in a way that feels good and sustainable. Another thing would be maybe to take an online intuitive eating course, join us in the Super Mama Society. We launch on December 30th, or um, you could work with an intuitive eating coach, either myself or someone else who's certified in intuitive eating if you're working through some struggles and you could really use some professional help. Um, and another thing would be to also explore ways of getting the emotional support you need if you feel like emotional eating is a big struggle in your life and something that um, you don't have to deal with alone. You can find help. There's so many resources out there. Um, I really want you to feel empowered when you create these goals, when you create this big vision for your life and then align them with what you value. I want you to remember that you don't have to go about this alone. There are resources for you. And, um, you know, just the internet is a really fabulous place. You know, I've got some resources for you. There's awesome podcasts. I, I want you to seek out the things that are going to help you move towards your greater vision for your life. And that's where it's really important to develop that vision, define what your values are, align your goals with those values, and refine them, break them down into action steps so you can move forward this year in living that life that you want to live. I hope this was helpful, friends. I've really been enjoying creating some content on forming habits and creating values-based goals and to help lead you into this new year, really feeling empowered about your health and your intuitive eating and your fitness and your life and just feeling like going into this new year, you're not just going to be hopping on something that you're going to fall off of right away. You're really aligning what goals you have with your values, with this overarching vision for your life so you can move Move towards becoming this woman you want to be because ultimately I want to see each and every woman that crosses my path living her passion and her purpose whatever that might be. Thank you friends so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. 
Thank you, friends, so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I truly hope it encouraged and inspired you today to live a healthier life without restriction. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you do me a huge favor and give it a star rating and review in iTunes? Every rating, review, and subscribe helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear it. You can find me, Kristen, on Instagram and Facebook at Healthy Mama Chris or on my website, HealthyMamaChris.com. As a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are intended for information and inspiration only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare practitioner before making any changes. See you in the next episode.